0: Welcome, I'm Gemma Petherbridge, host of the Higher Self Business Podcast, created to support those working in and dreaming of entering the self development and holistic industries. Each week, we explore different topics that will help you turn your skills and modalities into a successful business. So, whether you are a healer, coach, lightworker, witch, starseed, or mystic, if you are part of the awakened generation, this podcast is perfect for you. Let's begin. Welcome back everybody. This week we have a podcast firm family friend of ours. Sadie Pickering is back. Sadie, welcome.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me back. It's such a pleasure to be here. And it's been so lovely just having a quick catch-up with you as well. Yeah,
0: we we're a bit late pressing record, aren't we? Because we're having a little girly catch-up first. Yeah. So before we get going, just in case someone or people are familiar with your voice and they want to remember, the last time you were with us was episode 12, where we spoke about in bulk. And this week is a perfect week. To have you back. Could you explain why, Han?
1: So, we're shifting in this seasonally, we're shifting into autumn. So, right now, when we're recording, we're in late summer, um, which is that fifth season that isn't often talked about. And it's where we return to the earth element after the heat and the fire of summer. We return to the earth and then we move into autumn. Which is also the earth, and then we move into metal. So autumn has two elements involved, and it's it's basically where the the wheel of the year starts to tip and we really start to enter that yin feminine nurturing phase as opposed Brilliant. to the yang of spring summer where it's outward and expansive. So it's really lovely to be getting together and just yeah talking about yeah. some of the energetics as well oh, yeah. as other things, I'm sure
0: yeah. Lots of questions. And this is the first time that I haven't had, Sadie and I have decided there aren't set questions. We are just going to have a chat and see where this goes because we know each other so well. But Sadie, just for those who are actually hearing you for the first time, could you share a bit about your background, your business and what you do?
1: Yeah, of course. So my background um, in this work is I just, I was always drawn to spirituality to the tools used in spirituality ever since I was a child and then I followed a career in acting and music as well and it wasn't until much later that then this became my career too so I'm I'm a multi-hatted um person I've I have a career that has many different facets and I love each part of all the things that I do but my spiritual work um that goes under soul beauty Rituals and and I do bring in some of the acting and the music into this too, which is really, which I've, I've, I used to think I needed to choose a path and choose one mm. and not be a jack of all trades, but they all do work together in quite a special way that I love. Um, and it's just unfolded and unfolded. And I um, basically I work through the different layers um, the body. So that maybe. The physical body that may be through movement, also voice, vibration, anything to do with the physical body, and also nutrition—the things that we eat in according to the seasons and stuff like that. So, the body is really important. It's like a a gateway or a key. And then we've also got the emotional body and how we store emotions. They sometimes get trapped, and how we keep that flow going. And um, then energy. So I love to use meditation, visualizations. And then for me, these three these three layers or pillars are like pathways to the soul. So you can get to the soul through any one of them or all of them. And the soul also communicates through those pillars to us. So really everything that I do is about getting to the soul and finding out what the soul is saying. And then the next level is like, um, how we relate to the seasons and the cycles and the moon and the sun and how we're we're starting to understand more and more that we're cyclical beings, we're meant to ebb and flow, we're not meant to be linear, our path can change, um, we feel differently at different times and that's my work really, helping people connect to those different parts of themselves, body, emotional, energy, soul and then how we relate, and our mirrors of the cycles.
0: What A beautiful explanation. That sounds like that in itself is something that's evolved and grown to the point where you can see what you're doing, like an overarching
1: explanation of something
0: quite detailed.
1: Yeah, it's taken time. Yeah. It but it feels like, like yeah. it's sort of always been there, but it's taken time for me to see it in that way, in quite a clear way, because before it's just sort of things you're exploring and um yeah I guess I'm sharing all the things that I've found have really benefited me Mm -hmm. um and the way I work with people is through the one-to-ones they can be online or in person and then the circles and then I've got some new things coming soon so I've got the different yeah circles in person and online have the I love both in person and online.
0: <laughs> You're an expert of many facets of spiritual, spiritualities and industry. So I'm going to see if I can cover and ask questions about all of these, because as you probably know, the this podcast has gone more towards supporting those wanting to go into the industry. So we are going to talk about the seasonal energies right now. Hopefully add in, if you work with modalities, how It's useful with the modalities as well. But I'd like to start with something you just said, which is how you basically have three different careers and you're working between all of them. I imagine sometimes they're coming together as one and sometimes they're separate. And that's, in my opinion, very much how a lot of people are working these days, isn't it? We don't have, you know, back in the day, our parents were told, you know, you have one job for life and freelancing or having many many different facets to your boat now is becoming much more of the norm could you speak about your experience with that and maybe the pros and cons or lessons that you've learned having to do that
1: yeah I'm still figuring it figuring yeah, it all out fair <laughs> enough. but I remember those careers chats at school and I'd, I'd already started acting by that point I started really young um as an actress but then what was interesting is while i was acting i would always be learning about the spiritual modalities at the same time and maybe mm-hmm. somebody in another cast member would be interested too so we'd be like looking at reflexology and what the what that all means and i'd always be talking to people about crystals wherever i was whatever i was doing that spiritual stuff was always there mm-hmm. yeah so it was unconventional i think it did help that my parents Are quite unconventional. They're ex hippie entrepreneurs. They've done things their own way, and they've had many paths in their careers too. So I did have that openness from them and support. They didn't try and get me to just follow one strict Mm -hmm. path. They so acting was more of the career that I received money for. You know, it was like that was my job. Started young, and it. I did do quite well consistently and loved it. And she's been very understated. You did very well. (laughs) I loved it so much. And yeah, I just felt, always felt very at home on a set. It wasn't glamorous. It was just like a big family. And I really enjoyed acting um, and enjoy it. I still do it a bit now, but not as much. Um, But I found that, yeah, how did I balance all three? music came much later that was more of a, a hobby as well like the spiritual stuff that keeps saying spiritual stuff and it feels like it's more than spiritual it's, work yeah it's hard to stuff feels There's like it's, no
0: career words for it yet is there it's no there's so much so many facets it's really hard to, I don't know if you heard me try to say to people um psychic healer modality that. It's all the there's bit, no word. Yeah.
1: There's no word. And that, yeah. but stuff feels like it's like making it lesser True. than what it is because it's it's so expansive and incredible, the spiritual world and all the things that you can explore in it. Um and then yeah, so I would guess I was just learning and growing as a musician, growing in the spiritual fields. And then it was later that all three really came together and I started to record my music. And I formed a band. So we perform in we perform for weddings and events and ceremonies. And our style is very much boho, like boho folky. We're like an alternative covers band. We make things our own. Oh. And we feel the girl I sing with, she's she's very open to spiritual work too. And we feel like when we sing, it's a vibration and we create an energetic experience so it's not just we're just stood there singing and not we really feel it and we feel like we're in a zone where we're radiating an energetic frequency as well as providing the music um because it comes from our our souls
0: yeah um, makes sense.
1: and I guess that's everything that I do in the acting that storytelling playing characters Sh- acting is like the shape-shifting Mm. that sh- that shamans used to do you know it's something that's that's really important to have in society the storytellers um and it's funny that it got gets...
0: goosebumps from that I think you you and I were chatting ages ago and you were saying about shape-shifting and it was like of course that's what's happening and you, yes. your energies did you say at that moment in time your energies do naturally have to change because you're taking on someone someone's persona
1: yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot recently and I'd love to work with actors because if you are playing a character that's I that's very heavy, that's going through an awful time, your energy is going to be mm-hmm. mirroring some of that because you're shape-shifting to play it. You're bringing some of yourself to it. You and the character merge and become is one. one. It's Heath Leisure, but it was such an extreme
0: merging that he... He passed. Yeah, the Joker.
1: I I think. I think that's why a lot of actors have can struggle at times. Yeah, and also that that even after a performance, I do think you have the ability to expand your aura. So if you've got somebody on stage, their aura, I think, is expanding throughout the whole of the audience. So they're really opening up and touching everybody. And I think sometimes that's why after a show, they'll you go to the pub and you have drinks, and that you need a, a way of coming down. But I'd love to help actors, maybe with a, a finding a way to come back down without that stuff, so they've already yeah. had a moment to really come back into themselves, to realign all their chakras, so that then they can go off and do that if they want. But but they put their energy They're not wide open. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Because and I think that's why, yeah, so so many um in the industry are now in recovery and things too. And I just wonder whether, yeah, like alcohol can be a way of self-medicating that extreme peaks and troughs, Mm. not just of performance, but also the industry, like so hard. Yeah. The the disappointment, the rejection, but then also like the successes. So you're constantly on this like roller coaster. And maybe as well that's why so many actors are drawn to spiritual work too because it's it's a way of finding that balance yeah do
0: you find that's quite then that's what I was going to ask you um you said that that was your first first career and you were very happy you'd always find someone to have these conversations with so it wasn't an industry then at all where you felt you couldn't share there would always be people around you that you oh yeah yeah, that's e- lovely.
1: Even in maybe a make artist might be into crystals yeah. or the moon. So there'd always be conversations, and I'd always be talking to people about about all of it. Um, it does
0: show. It doesn't matter the industry. You're probably still going to – people know, don't they? Energetically, you know if you're on the same wavelength. And it's lovely when
1: you find that connection with somebody, wherever it is.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you find
1: that, like, oh, you, you're into that too.
0: <laughs> so what was the moment when you – Sort of obviously, you had a very successful. You still do very successful acting career. What was the moment where you're like actually, my spiritual work is more than a hobby or a pastime. It's something that's because that's quite a big thing to bring up.
1: There was there was a point actually where, um, I had an acting job, which was an amazing job. It was so much fun. Um, so it's called Papatron, and it was for. It was part of an Endemol production. um, Okay. And it was basically like a piss take of T4. And I was playing this runner, really fun. I used to love playing like the shallow bitchy characters. (laughs) I was playing this runner that became a presenter that then became a pop star and quit the show to become a pop star. And it was during that, um, filming that, that... uh, (laughs) I don't know when to just say the whole story because it was ridiculous it was awful but also quite funny that I was in this pink cat suit having shot my fake music video surrounded by feathers with this crimped hair
0: (laughs) wow lying
1: on the floor but then um somebody walked into a big light you know one of those massive like filming lights the big metal Mm. ones and the sandbags had been taken off the light and the light hit me on the face and oh, wow. my it my whole like face my head my forehead opened up and I ended up with stitches um and I carried on the job and I, I loved that job so much I was working with Joel Domit who's become a really big presenter now and yeah. Emma Willis was um there were lots of really great people doing cameos in the show and real artists that would come in that we'd interview like Saturdays it, but that moment um after that it just started to fizzle for me and i don't know what happened but there was a definite shift and i do feel like it was the universe mm. taking me onto a slightly different path um and and i just didn't want to do it as much after that and i had done it for so many years
0: so yeah. many years
1: because I started at age 12 and that was probably 2012. So um 20 years, is that right? Uh so oh, don't make me do maths. I oh, can't do the maths.
0: <laughs> Someone out there will tell us.
1: Someone out, yeah. I I've done it for a long time. I think it's 20 years now. I think it's about 10 then. Someone out there will do that that maths for us. It's definitely not my my <laughs> forte. But yeah, so I I shifted and I ended up doing some other little jobs. Um, And then it was after that that we opened a cafe health shop event space up north called The Yard. I remember you
0: saying, yes. And it was in Alderley
1: Edge. And I came back home and I worked there and we ran, again, it was multifaceted as a space. It would be a music venue it would be a spiritual workshop venue. We'd do dowsing workshops. We'd have talks on mm-hmm. um, energy, and there was healings that would happen in this little vintage caravan outside, and tarot readings. And we had a shop that had crystals and supplements and juices. And so I was really part part of that for five years. And I think I just wanted to have roots for a bit and to just be in one place. And with acting, it can—you never know what you're going to do from one day to the next suddenly you can get a job and then you're off and it's exciting but equally i just think i wanted a moment to just have roots and to be in one place and to know what i was doing so that i could actually make plans so i did that for 5 years that's when i fell in love with marcus my fiance um yeah. and also where i met my bandmate she was the shop manager oh, okay. so some beautiful things came out of that mm. moment and we really we really did change the village in a way we brought people together we made them sit on communal tables they were a bit funny about that first we created an energy with the events so but it but it didn't last forever and it I don't think it was meant to Mm -hmm. again it's like things are meant to to change we're not things aren't meant to last forever and And I think
0: that's many people like we are still in a society where we feel it should last forever so you've been very good at transitioning Um, yeah
1: you think that it's failed if it mm -hmm. has but it did work it was just not meant to carry on and as a family it was quite intense working together my brother is in recovery now but during that time he was in a really bad place and that was very much we we were very open as a family and the whole village was aware of that and Mm -hmm. I kind of lost myself in the end to it and got swept up in all of that, all of the family drama and needed to do my own thing. And then it was from that, actually, it's interesting. It's like a therapy session. Yeah. And then like at, following that, that was when everything started to come together. So I booked some sessions. My mum got me as a birthday present some sessions with a life coach. And it was through working with her, that I remember at the beginning of working with her, everything just felt scattered. I'd talk about all the different things I was passionate about, but I just felt so scattered. And by the end of working with her, I had my band, I had my soul beauty rituals, what wow. that was. I was ready to do treatments. Um the circles came a little bit later, although we did do some circles at the yard with people, but my my circles came a little bit later and I was doing voiceover work and acting and then I had another job as well and I just managed to have all the things as like whole whole careers in themselves and it really helped me focus and I wanted to do something that was completely my own that I didn't have to really work with family or you know I was completely in control and independent and I had to have healthy boundaries to create that because when you're working on your own you you can just get distracted by what other people are doing or and something that would often happen to me is people come along with an idea and they're like do you want to do this with me and I'd get excited and say yes but I had to have really strong boundaries to protect those things that were my like my babies my my um seeds of intention and I would water each of them and then now they're at a point where they they each are um, like sustainable careers and all together it works really well and I feel comfortable in the different aspects of what I do.
0: How long did it take you to get from the life coach to now where you are, where you've got them separate units that are working together?
1: It's been about seven years and I would work with the coach And then like fly the nest and do things on my own. And what would, and I would really, you know, do everything that she said. I really took it seriously. I put the effort in and she would make me accountable, but then I'd have breaks from it. So I'd, I'd do everything that we'd said, I'd implement it. And then it would reach a point where I needed to go up a level again. Mm. So I would usually like go back, go back back to her, work with her for the next steps. Fly the nest again, work on my own. And I did that a few times. Um, and actually, that life coach, she's she's Laura from the Vibrancy Hub. And she's been amazing. And, and also what's been really interesting is she's helped, helped me so much and been such a part of that journey. But then she discovered cyclical living through our work. So she's also oh, my okay client. Back.
0: That's lovely.
1: And sometimes there's like the old way was that your clients couldn't be your friends Mm. and couldn't be what we do really well. Laura and I is reverse the client coach thing quite smoothly. And we have a friendship and it's become a, that's become a, um, like a learning in itself. And, um, Yeah, so yeah, it's been an interesting journey. But I think the the main thing that she taught me was really managing my time, Mm -hmm. having really good boundaries, which is a constant thing to be (laughs) falling off, you know, not having very good boundaries and then (laughs) bringing them back again. Um, And just continuing to water those seeds and give each of them time and take leaps and i guess that that's also coming into the work that i do with other people as well helping them take their seeds of intention water them grow them and then release them let go and have that constant cycle planting seeds harvesting and also releasing
0: lovely okay so i i wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people out there who feel that their way of bringing offering some form of spiritual modality, whatever it is, to them, will be alongside something else. And um, yeah, boundaries is huge, especially as, I don't know about you, Sadie, but I find, you know, I'm the same as you, I've got multiple jobs, and I have to designate time, but they, it it does, to me anyway, it feels like, if you have a full-time job, it's full-time hours, if you have part-time jobs or for us multiples it seems to be much more than a full-time job in in ours. but we're also again from my personal take I love what I do it's not really work so I'd be doing it anyway so it's fine that it's excess could you share anything you've learned over the years to help like you said manage boundaries time anything like that
1: anything that comes to mind I can it's totally top- relate to yeah. the that it's more hours yeah and you know what's lovely is when somebody has the nine to five Monday to Friday and then they can switch off in the evenings and the weekends so much and they've got a routine yeah (laughs) and I think there is you have to sort of create your own routine or learn to really listen to your body because quite often if your energy is going out to all different things Mm. the thing that can suffer is your own self-care and I think especially if you're in the healing world with the different various modalities looking after yourself is so important because yes I love my work I love it so much but I have to make sure I look after myself in in order to be able to help others yeah so I can't be doing healing sessions from a space where I'm empty and Mm -hmm. I've got nothing left yeah because it's all gone out in too many different places so I think it's really important that's why where the boundaries come in that's where it's really important to honor your self-care and not let that fall to the bottom um and sometimes staggering things so I would in the beginning maybe say yes to too many things and overfill the diary whereas now I look at the diary and I need to make sure that there's space in the diary for me so I'll book somebody in or book a circle in when I know that there's space around it um, because I know I won't serve that person very well if I'm running from a gig to then a treatment the next morning yeah. to then a, a voiceover job. Like I have to cr- create space. Um, and that means I don't see as many clients as I'd, as, as I'd probably like and also well my next thing that I'm dreaming up is the physical treatments right now I do mobile but I'm I'm going to create a space at home in the garden for clients Lovely. to come to me which will be a big change that's going to be so nice so that will mean I could think I'll be able to help more people because I'm rooted I'm at home um yeah I think the key is the self-care though having your own rituals that you love to do that inspire you and that keep you lit Mm. and full Um, okay going on from rituals
0: let's move on to what I love about your work which is your ceremonies this week is a big week for ceremonies isn't it is it said mabham
1: I'm gonna get it wrong I I think I say it wrong. <laughs> I maybon mabon maybon. May it's a bit okay. like in imulk. I think say it how you like.
0: Yeah, no matter what it's meant to be. I don't know if it's my dyslexia or something, but I will say it the wrong way, and I just embrace that now. That I'm gonna have my own version of each word, and just go with it's it. Like so
1: Samhain is the one after, yes. which is spelled is said Samhain. So it's a bit like quinoa and nowhere (laughs) just I think just stay at your own everybody knows
0: what you mean anyway don't
1: (laughs) they (laughs) so it's a that way
0: it's a big week
1: and that's why it's a perfect equinox
0: yeah perfect moment to be talking to you could you speak
1: about the energies that people could be feeling right now so the autumn equinox is where night and day are equal so from the summer solstice that was where the days were the longest. Then we had Lunasa, which is like a cross-quarter festival between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox. And so, what happened from the summer solstice is the light starts to wane, very, very gently. So you're not aware of it really in in August, um, but it starts to wane, and that means the gathering in has begun. So where where pre-solstice the the energy the light was waxing growing getting bigger more expansive the tipping point is where it just starts to bring come inwards and that's where we enter the more yin phase of the year um so spring and summer are very yang autumn winter are yin and it's where we're called inwards and it's a gentle progression but you you may be feeling it i i feel it at the beginning of September that desire to prepare mm. to nest I mean I'm. Yeah. F- we're, we're due to have a baby very soon so I am in like a nesting it's mode but I do feel like yeah. every year I get this every single year in September I want to channel that back to school feeling which is also energetically supported by the seasons of preparing for autumn so, so if you think about winter is bare autumn is the season to prepare to Mm. really retreat and go to the fully full depths of us so yeah late summer is the earth element it's nurturing it's the mother archetype so we'll naturally be wanting to look after ourselves supported by the sun in virgo um which will actually shift to libra maybe when this comes out um but it's that time to just ground take stock really reflect on the summer season in your in yourself but also your work what have you grown what what are you harvesting this autumn because the autumn equinox is the second harvest so that lunasa the first of August is the first harvest autumn equinox is the second Samhain is the third so we've got these three harvests these three gathering gathering in phases and it's really nice to mark them by just thinking what have I grown what am I harvesting Mm. and what am I also ready to release and return to the soil and maybe looking back at things that you set in motion but maybe they didn't work out so what were the learnings there nothing nothing is a failure because everything's an an opportunity to learn so if something you wanted to grow didn't work out why going into that and reflecting on it But yeah, looking at our health, our self-care rituals, um, we might have the urge to declutter. I always do around this time and get organized. Um, It's just like if you think about nature and you see the animals busy, there's like a slight busyness, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's wise. It's like preparation. It's not the busyness of summer, which is more just play and expansion and just fun. There's an, there's an element of like busy preparing um, to hunker down. So yeah, they're probably the main things to mention. Oh, that's a lovely explanation. Thank you. And this, this weekend, you,
0: you've got some events on having your ceremony around it. Could you speak, am I right? Is there a ceremony? Yeah,
1: it's the yeah. 22nd. So we've got 20 Mabon on the 22nd. So it's a longer circle online. It's a three hour one, which always flies. Yeah, and you're not staring at a screen the whole time because i take you into meditations i think if if you're on zoom for three hours that would be quite tiring but it's you're in your own world but as part of the circle so i'll talk about the energetics of the season the nutritional side of what what we might be wanting to eat because we are going to be wanting to have more warmer foods with the shift and move away from the salads and the cold colder foods um and I'll talk about the organs in power, which is relates to Chinese medicine and we'll do meditations and journaling with prompts, movement, guided journey, which where we meet our spirit guides and animal spirits um, and our soul self will come through usually in those. So the circles are really nice, long session to fully align to the seasonal energies and if people can't make it live, I do have the recording as well that I can send out.
0: Lovely. I'll definitely have that in the bio so people can yeah. click through and have a look. Now, you've been doing these for a while now and they are absolutely beautiful. And I know you kind of cultivated them and you add in so much information. Could you speak about the process that you go through when you're planning these sessions and why you include such cert- Because I think it changes depending on the season as well, doesn't it? Yes.
1: Yeah, so it changes depending on the season and the circle length also depends so the circles for the season there's eight per year Mm -hmm. and they're like longer ones because there's a lot to cover there for me there's the cycles within the cycles and those seasonal circles and those seasonal days are the big the big ones then you've got the cycles within which is the moon Mm -hmm. so I gather people around the new and the full moons but those sessions are shorter um and and then we have Lionsgate as well in August, which is like a bonus cosmic circle, which is always like really far out, I love of that cosmic. Um, so yeah, I the, I just the formula for them just sort of evolved, and I really like covering all aspects of the body, the emotions, the energy, and the soul in each session, and I just find the elements and the energies of each phase combined so like the moon the new moon in libra is coming up soon and how they work together and i just find all the zodiac signs so inspiring um and the same with the seasons they just they just come together the 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 planning sort of um just just happens it's sort of um I enter a different state when I'm planning I think and it's the intuition kicks in yeah and it all just fits together and then also the circle itself feeds into what will happen so the people that attend there may be space to share it's always really interesting when people share how they're feeling sick with with the cyclical energies because there's usually some parallels so in the chat box we have sharing and there's usually quite a few parallels there um and then so I developed I started it in lockdown the online circles and then I created the cosmic cycling club which was a space for my regulars to join and that means they they get discount on the circle, so it works out financially better for them, but it's more of a community, and they they're from all over all over the place. We've got few from America and all over the country, and it feels so connected. Yeah. And it's a really judgmental free space where people feel very safe to say how they feel. That's that's the most important thing. That this space cannot have any judgment and. I really wanted to create something where people felt safe to be themselves, to be heard. If they want to share something that they can, but equally, there's no pressure. And the same with being visible. I don't I don't mind if somebody's got their video off and they're in their own space. But if they want to be seen and if they want to share, it will hold them, the circle. And it's a very special space you've cultivated. Oh, thank sure. you so much.
0: So <laughs> lovely. Okay, so like we were saying before, now this podcast has gone very much into supporting those going into the industry. So I'd be interested to know your opinion. This is a big question of how people who are operating within the self-development spiritual industry can incorporate or maybe even just their personal work. They can bring in the phases, the time of the year. Um, maybe make it make that awareness to their clients, or sort of maybe different ways that you, when you're speaking to your clients, how you would bring in the seasons to the conversation.
1: Yeah. So, right now, it would definitely be to encourage somebody to become more nurturing with themselves, to reflect a bit more, to do a bit of planning. Um, and then, if you're looking at the moon, I think. The new moon is a wonderful time for setting intentions, planting seeds. And and having a bit of a retreat too, to to go into those visions of what somebody wants to create. So new moons are really like nurturing. They're more yin Mm -hmm. and quiet. Whereas the full moon, that's when somebody can really look at what they've grown harvest take stock and then then begin to let go and release so two things happen at the full moon so i guess if somebody has clients it's just being aware of the energies that are around and they might notice that that reflected in their clients energy so it's empowering when you're aware of these cycles and you don't have to know loads about them but just have an awareness of oh the new moon or or it's the full moon and like it's just fascinating how it does affect us and um when we're recording this we've just had the harvest moon in pisces yeah which was very powerful really emotional the full moon pisces is is an emotional sign and then the full moon naturally pulls on your emotions and highlights everything and brings things to say. It's like a
0: highlighter pen. Whatever's there, it's gonna highlight.
1: That's amazing. That's a a brilliant metaphor because it illuminates the hidden. So encouraging clients to release to open up maybe about anything that is hidden that's wanting to come up and hold a space for them if they are feeling emotional and yeah so it's just having an awareness of them even if it's not your field that you specifically work in it can feed and and filter in to however you work with people and to have that awareness for yourself but equally um knowing what's going on with your menstrual cycle too Mm. that's the the same pattern follows every single one of these cycles yeah the moon follows spring summer autumn winter um and our, our menstrual cycle follows exactly the same pattern so ovulation time that's like our full moon um or our summer whereas the menstrual phase is like the deep winter or that dark moon just before the new moon so it's just understanding what's happening with your cycles too like i have um i have I'm not going to say specifically who who does this? But I have reflexology. Mm-hmm. And my the lady that does the reflexology on me was saying that she was having quite bad period pains and she didn't feel well enough to come, but then she actually was well enough the next day. But I sort of said, You're still in your winter, like mm. that's not the time to be holding space for others. So I would I would also say, as women in um that spiritual space to be careful about holding space for others during your menstrual phase and if you are bring it in to what you're doing right allowing yourself to be vulnerable if you need to being open and honest so you're not shutting that down it's it's hard to navigate but to try and honor your cycles in your work because then you're setting an example yeah for others
0: in 10 20 years time hopefully it won't be hard to navigate and it will all like that would just be a society norm but yeah at the moment it is you know i do hear my my colleagues say there's you know like say i'm booking something in with a friend and it's a work thing and they're in the same industry so they're very open and they'll say well i can't do this this week this is the no week i can do all the others so there is within our groups probably more understanding but hopefully at some point And I was going to ask you if there was one thing because that, yeah, we've got the three cycles, types of cycles you're talking about and all the knowledge that comes with it. If you have modalities and this is maybe something you almost know it's the next thing that you want to incorporate or the next layer of wisdom you'd like to add to what you do. Where do you think people should start? Because there is these three cycles, they they oh, like have... which one? Yeah. What would be the easiest? Because it's quite overwhelming, start... I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the seasons. Yeah. Because they're the bigger arc that follow the whole year, and once you have a grasp of the seasonal energies,
0: the yeah, others the are all play.
1: all the same. They're yeah, all the same pattern. True. So I actually agree, definitely agree with, not getting overwhelmed and trying to work with every single cycle at the same time, yeah. like seasonal moon, menstrual, sun, there's there's so much. In this, in the circles that I hold, I I gather all of that in, and you do get a little bit of a dose of each each cycle. And you but it's integrated. But if you're doing it on your own and and just starting out to work with the cycles, I definitely say follow the seasons. That's so lovely. And
0: I would say I'm someone who's and I don't know if you're the same, Sadie, my parental background my parents were very stiff upper lip and you don't show emotions and actually you do well in a bad situation if you show no emotion like that's how you succeed so for me to give myself permission to cry is is I you know I don't know if I'll cry when I'll cry I'm just very like it's not there say that you know it's getting better and better but what I the reason I'm saying this is I find giving myself permission of these seasons sometimes it's the full moon new moon um just once a month where I know I'm going to shut the doors anyway no one's going to see me and if there is emotions there to release I have got full permission plus the energies of the universe going yeah do it now do it now we're here for you right now and it's a natural thing and so for me sometimes when I'm talking to someone a client and they're they're like me they're like yeah no I'm not going to be crying anytime soon it's like just sit in that emotion at this particular time maybe consider that one day you may it may be that you just need to journal quite a lot just write it down but there is people that are also overly emotion it's the opposite isn't it like if they feel they're overly emotion it may help them understand why they are on a bit of a roller coaster sometimes and they can see it and analyze it and they can know It adds more reason
1: and more information to what's going on for us does that make sense definitely and isn't it funny when people often when they start to get those emotions coming up they apologize they say yes. oh sorry I've yeah I, I won't you know so funny about emotions there's so much yeah. around it that's um been, I mean,
0: I wouldn't do it now. I would be like, if I'm crying, I'd be like, wow, that's a mini success. <laughs> like, this yeah. is interesting.
1: It but is. Yeah. It is a success because if you don't release it, it's not like it just goes away. Um, it just gets stored to come yeah. out later. And probably at a time when you least, like in a situation where it's like really,
0: you not can't helpful. stop
1: it from coming out, but you actually yeah. would rather not in that situation. Um been there, done that one. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> and once the floodgates open, there's just no, and probably, you know, it, probably like the moon maybe is supporting you in doing that in that moment. But um, because Marcus, my partner, won't mind me. I asked him and he didn't mind me sharing this with my community. But he's been going through a big thing with his mum being poorly, and it was his sister's wedding at the weekend on the harvest moon in Pisces and he'd not released any, any of the emotions that been building up for months mm. and he'd been keeping it all together, keeping it together for the rest of his family. He, I think he, he wanted to let it out, but it just wasn't happening. And so finally on that, the wedding day, there was so much joy, but also he had, such a big release and it was so nice to see because men men are able to access their emotions and release it but there's so much programming around that as well with men I think that there's a that it's seen as a weakness and I just think oh it's not and it's I was so proud of him that he just went into that and we just had a moment it, it no one else saw but I held that space for him and to know that 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 he had that release and let it go and I know that the Pisces full moon I think yeah. you said this before we were chatting as well like it it gave him no option it had to come out in that moment and all also, the ingredients led up to it there's also a
0: it's a good excuse for someone who needs an excuse they you know like and it is my programming really is the do not cry it's not really there anymore but I I know I'll be the only one not crying in a group of people crying. I'm like, come on, Gemma, like you're in this, you know, you're in the spiritual industry, let it, and it just, it's something to work on. Um, but I would happily cry at a full moon. And I think it's because it's not my, I can, in my mind, it's the full moon's fault.
1: It's not me. Oh, that's interesting. You yeah. Know?
0: So that's, and for, especially yeah, my husband's the same, he wouldn't, He's he probably is a star sign and everything wise. He's more emotional than I am, but he his masculine energy would be that it'd be lovely if he could say yeah. But it was because of that thing over there. The moon did it. He'd love yeah.
1: That. It's like the moon's giving you permission yeah to let okay. go yeah. oh and I think if you if you then work with that full moon energy, maybe and you and you have a ritual where you take a bath like being in water is really helpful Mm. for releasing emotion if it's there because the water element is connected to our emotions yeah so submerging in water or being around water can really help that flow start to happen but I find it fascinating when I think I'm absolutely fine and then I'll do some shaking dancing like wild movement breath work um and all of a sudden there's an emotion that's just come up out of nowhere and that's where I love how the different different layers work together like the physical body and the emotional body are connected
0: yeah that makes Um, sense and all the work
1: you do Yeah. yeah so I really always say in the circles to if it's there let it out in that space it's a safe space and It'll hold you for it. And they always say to them um, that tears water the soil for new things to grow. So when we have an emotional release, it's just cleared space within us for new things. But hopeful. Yeah, it means a shift has happened. There's nothing bad about it. And it's just reprogramming what we're taught from being a child not to cry, Mm. which is so wrong. And I really hope that I, my boy, I hope I'm gonna start crying no, please. I hope that he, and I'm glad that Marcus was able to ha- to be in touch with his emotions, his very sensitive soul. And I really want him to know that that's okay. Yeah, it doesn't have to be strong all the time. Like it's fine to be in touch with emotions, to let them out. And um because crying is strength, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's, showing it's
1: your strength.
0: vulnerability is very, and I can see that in so. Semi- all of the the male line back in my family were all in the army so it's just they're just zipped up as much and they were told that's the strength to show emotion to show true feeling and that's gonna make me now cry is the strength
1: yeah it is yeah it is and that needs to be Definitely. it all needs to be turned on its head yeah yeah um there's nothing embarrassing or shameful about showing emotion But I think certain situations it still makes you feel like that. I guess also that's what the lovely thing about acting is—it's quite cathartic because when you are playing a character that's going through something, because of the merging of you and the character, it's like you get a release too. Yeah. Um, So it's always quite nice to have a good cry. Yeah. As a character, I, I think. Another thing about acting is it's it's truthery, not fakery. Like you're being truthful. You're bringing your whole self to that character and trying to walk in their shoes and feel what they're feeling. So it's truthful. So you are bringing your own stuff into that. So it is quite a cathartic
0: God, that's interesting. thing to do. Yeah, yeah, that must be some days then quite a lot of energy and quite a lot of like, wow. I'm going to go. I'm going to sleep well tonight after doing that kind of. Thing. Yeah,
1: and I always find it fascinating how close tears are to giggles. So sometimes when you've had a really good cry, it can move quite quickly into giggles and then back again. Sometimes and <laughs> back. Um, yeah, yeah, that's true. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you like just feel chat. lighter. It's like yeah. a weight's lifted after you've let yourself. Yeah, it's probably there. the giggles are
0: probably the relief. Yeah. Yeah yeah okay Um, let's finish by talking about I know you've got a course coming up and I know nothing about it so this is me learning about it at the same time would you like to finish by sharing everything possible about the course
1: yes oh thank you so much for asking about this I'm excited and it's something that I'm working on at the moment will be and will be coming out around the autumn equinox so it's um I've created a course because I will be having some time out around October. Yeah. And the circles that will be happening will be just for the Cosmic Cycling Club. So I won't be having any public circles during that time. And you're kindly going to be leading some of the lives so our Cosmic Cycling Club are in for such a treat because they're oh, going to have you. you holding space for them live around those new and full moons I'm really looking forward to it for and sure. it's going to be lovely to just take a step a step back and if the baby hasn't come I'll be attending them and be in circle with the rest of my members oh, which yeah, will be what so a cool nice experience. yeah yeah so I'm looking forward to just taking a little bit of time out but not too long I will I will come back to the circles later in the year um, but what I thought was I'd create something that I can offer that means I don't have to show up live so it's something that can exist evergreen um, and what I wanted to do was create a course around those pillars or layers um and I've called it pathways to the soul so we'll be covering body oh, work name. emotional work energy work and and then the soul and how it all comes together so I'll be in the course I'm um, talking about the various rituals the things that people can try I'll be guiding them through movement practices meditations guided journeys and it'll be a mixture of videos uh written content and also audio recordings um and and the yeah, it's coming together and it's it's really, I'm really proud of it and it's it's flowing, so I know it's the right thing to do. Um and later I'll I'll launch something that covers more of the cyclical work too. But this is a really good foundation for anybody, especially entering that world, to just give you a foundation in those different pathways because they're all really important. Mm-hmm. If you meditate. But you're not doing the body work then then you might you might be in you know sitting there meditating but there might be things that need to come up by move moving and not being still so they they're all really important to do so I'll be sharing all the rituals and all the things that I've learned and people can experiment try each one and then create their own ritual practices but those ritual practices will I'll be encouraging people to ebb and flow with them because we're not meant to do the same things every day, always, because we are cyclical. They're meant to. We're meant to ebb and flow, and it's fine as well. Equally, if some days you don't want to do your rituals,
0: that's just um, what you we were saying before, wasn't it? That, just what
1: we were saying.
0: How do you feel that day? Do whatever that is.
1: Yeah, and so, you know, some of them it may be a medicine walk, which I'll explain mm-hmm. what that is in the in the course, and um, or a goddess bath. But it's Godly. how to turn anything that you're doing into a ritual. And that's that's the key. It's the sensory experience of it. If you're journaling, it's maybe the drink that goes with it and the candle that you light so that it becomes a ritual and maybe a certain chair that you sit in. Um, so I'm excited to launch that. It's going to be called Pathways to the Soul. and. Oh that sounds like
0: it should be your first book as well because that is the most gorgeous name
1: oh I'd love to write a book maybe maybe that's my little seed we'll see there you go
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you Sadie so that all of this information will be in the bio we think they're going to come out roughly at the same time as this podcast I mean if they don't I will add it as soon as it's ready I'm going to miss you over the next few months you've got a very important few months coming up I know thank you so much for seeing us just before you take a step back wishing thank you baby partner everybody's oh doggy doggy's doggy. about to be a big big
1: sister. sister yes yeah oh thank you so much we've got 4 weeks 4 weeks now until the due date which is crazy this last phase is definitely going quicker
0: is it um
1: yeah yeah I, d- no. I think it's yeah it's flying <laughs> but really interesting with this pregnancy it's I've followed seasons it's just happened naturally where I found out I was pregnant around imulk, which actually right. means the translation of imulk means in the belly oh wow and then I followed so at the time of autumn which is the harvest it's when we're in the mother mother archetype that's when i'm having him and it just feels like i've followed and my that's full amazing. full bloom was in the summer although it was actually awful like with the heat
0: <laughs> i did
1: when you said i'll be pleased
0: the heat's gone i was like oh yeah you poor
1: thing i love autumn i'm so grateful that it's yeah. starting to get a bit cooler now but it's just been um yeah i'm learning so much and i know i'm i'm i can feel the things that i'm learning already through him Will feed into my work as well.
0: Oh, that's lovely! I'm looking forward to hearing all about that. Okay, Sadie, thank you so much. Everybody is going to love this episode and everything that you have shared. Any final words?
1: Thank you so much. I just always love. I could chat to you all day. Yeah, (laughs) and we chatted for about an hour before we started. (laughs) It's just so lovely to be in in your space, and I I admire you and everything that you do, and yeah you're very inspiring thank you for me as well that's very kind okay
0: guys until next week goodbye for now sadie sending you all the love in the world i know everybody listening is going to be doing the same and we will hopefully maybe see you when you are ready in the future
1: i'd love to come back yeah
0: good good yeah okay guys bye for now